0: what I thought was a body and throwing it in the garbage. I'm down on the bottom. Gets it
1: in his ass. X-Doll. And I was using it. We'll tell the waitress to take this appetizer (laughs) away.
2: and the family pull up a chair and we all enjoy each other's company what up what up howdy hello how's it going we're all here we're who all is, back who are we listening to
3: oh this is a little taste of flip turn we're gonna, gonna talk about them later mm-hmm. in the episode just a little
2: taste for you here get, get to dessert that'll be our uh, sweets for the night mm-hmm. well i for one am looking forward to it never heard of this band
0: never heard of it in my life actually
2: It, yeah. Yeah. Good vibe. Hmm. All right, everybody, come hungry tonight. I'm pretty hungry. You ready for dinner?
3: I'm ready for some dinner. Not an appetite. Right. I mean, don't rush anything.
2: Of course not. Never rush dinner. Yeah. yeah.
0: Chilling out, just like Roy at the base of my feet right now. Being yeah, a good boy. He's a staple of the podcast. Good man. pup. Pretty Rocky over there, though. Look how good he is today. So. That sounded so refreshing, Kurt. Oh my!
4: <laughs> what did you just drink? I'm drinking a little Celsius.
3: <laughs> palate Gotta get are going. the caffeine. I a love little Celsius. A little sipper. Yeah, we're working on a Celsius sponsor. <laughs> yeah, they want to sponsor us. Uh, Celsius bleep. <laughs> yeah.
2: No free plugs, <laughs> but drink it. <laughs> Someone bleep that out. <laughs> I can go for an espresso martini though. I feel like we should have those ready to go. Espresso martini. Yeah,
0: I can make those. We I'm all about need, that. Uh, the ingredients. ingredients. Sure. Uh, we're on a borrowed time on this podcast, but we'll make it. We'll make it happen on the next one.
2: Guys, I uh, I was browsing Reddit as I do, as you do, and I ran across someone who had a very interesting problem. He had a very realistic sex doll. And he was asking, how do I get rid of this without someone like finding it and calling the police? Yeah. Any ideas? Dumpster immediately. That
3: reminds me of, um, what is that, a Louis C.K. bit?
2: Oh, we're trying to get rid of the little the girl's panties. panties? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, I think you do what any serial killer does, and you chop it up in little bits.
1: <laughs> and you bury it in various places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the panties conversation comes into play, too, because that brings me back to... Um, uh, Tennessee, Gatlinburg. Oh, yeah. What the hell? Wait,
2: what happened there? Remember oh. where we found the pantyhose? I do. So uh, for those of you out there who are not familiar with this story. With pantyhose. With pantyhose. <laughs> we took a trip to Gatlinburg, Tennessee. We rented a very nice cabin. Uh, we get there. We, we unpack. We all say, hey, let's let's go out for a bite eat or something. And we get back. We're all sitting on the couches, and Carson's now-wife comes running out of the room with pantyhose and says, All right, who put these on my suitcase? And Now us being three dudes. The rest of the guests there are just all dudes. It's myself, uh, Kyle, and Carson. And none of us brought any pantyhose. Yeah, I don't own a pair. And so we think she's just fucking with us. But she's ins- insistent.
3: She calls her mom. She said, did you put pantyhose in my suitcase?
2: And she didn't. Her mom's like, I don't know anything about those pantyhose. And so these are the mysterious pantyhose that just appeared you, out you of nowhere. You called
3: the uh, Airbnb. Airbnb owner. Yeah, You're like, did right. somebody come into the place while we were gone? Yeah,
2: so I called. Yeah, so we. she convinces us. These pantyhose appeared out of nowhere, and so someone must have come into our cabin. And so I call the Airbnb host, and I'm like, look, I know this is weird, but we found pantyhose, and they're not (laughs) ours. I'll check the (laughs) cameras. Yeah, yeah,
3: she brought pantyhose. (laughs) Right.
2: Did someone come in here? And she's like, I don't think so, but I'll check the cameras. Like, she was really concerned. Well, she checks the cameras, and no one came in or out. The only people she sees on there is us. Yep. And so, basically, what we figured out was the cabin was haunted.
1: Yeah. There was one sketchy door, um, but we were all adamant. I mean, this is three, four, how long ago was this? A long time, well, nonetheless, but to four, this day, no, no ago, one here nobody, has owned yeah. up to the
3: pantyhose. So. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows where those came from. It's a bad joke if anyone
0: actually put the pantyhose in right. their bag. Yeah. Like, that's just, oh, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's
2: not, not even, even funny. funny. Yeah.
1: Like, why put it on a woman's suitcase? Like, yeah. she's like, these are my pantyhose, and she puts them back.
2: Yeah, it, like if I was going, if I if I thought, oh, you know, it'd be funny to bring pantyhose and like put it in Kyle's bag. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But put it on top of, oh, sorry, on top of Carson's now wife's back. No, that's not funny. Why's that funny? Yeah, it was just weird. It's just a yeah. sketchy situation.
3: That though. was the one part of it, and then the other part was that that night when. uh i'm sleeping downstairs there's a middle floor and there's a top floor michael's sleeping on the middle floor you guys are sleeping so, on the top I i'm so. down on the bottom michael comes into my room middle of the night shakes me awake he's like were you just walking around upstairs <laughs> i'm like no <laughs> what <laughs> i'm going back to sleep and you, you go wake them up you're like w- were you guys just walking around up here they're like dead asleep obviously no yeah they that the, only, how... the only other living wow. source
1: in that house was a scorpion, unless it dragged in some pantyhose yeah, 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 and then yeah. started tapping away uh, on yeah. the middle floor. It was a random scorpion.
3: Yeah, it was really right weird.
2: Stairwell. I mean, that's how we, why we thought it was haunted because after all those little things, like I swear to this day, I heard someone walking around then run up the steps. And so I go out. I'm like, I mean, it must be Carson or Kyle, like running up here. And then they thought I was sleeping. So they ran back down and, and, they were all sleeping, so I don't know what that was, where that came from, but yeah. I do know that whatever entity it was it was fucking f- a right, right.
3: <laughs> Somebody who very much believes in the paranormal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're convinced, though, that
0: it was a ghost. Uh, I mean, uh, I,
2: I I don't know what it was. I'm convinced that I heard something. That sounded like running up those steps, but whether it was the you know perfect bit of house creaking to sound like yeah. that or whether it was a ghost, I don't know. I probably lean towards the house creaking. I can't explain the pantyhose, though.
3: Yeah, that, and that kind of says a lot about, like, who you are, and I think I would be on, along the same lines of, like, paranormal-type stuff, like— you could almost always, like, reason it away, like, oh, the creaking of the old wooden house. But the creaking of a house doesn't sound like somebody running upstairs, you know? Like, but there's, you know, but that's how our minds work. Like, you're just going to explain it away somehow. And it, even if you can, it's just like, oh, well.
2: <laughs> no, sure. I mean, I've never heard a house creak like that before, but it's easier for me to understand how a house might creak that way than it is for me to understand how a ghost might be real and running up the steps
0: yeah. well what about in general what do you guys think you, you, yeah, don't, you ghost don't you believers have, like, you spiritual story? I feel like you
3: have a story
0: yeah uh, well yes I do I have one of my papaw I thought I saw my papaw. Um, I was laying in bed I was in high school and I woke up in the middle of the night and I was like kind of getting my eyes back you know Mm -hmm. and there was like a light form of a person at the edge of my bed um that came around to the front of my bed where my nightstand is and i'm like at this point i'm now sitting up in bed and pulling my eyelids like open like i'm literally like pulling my eyes down to my cheeks trying to make sure that my my eyes were in fact open and i look and I swear it's my papa. It's like the face of my papa, my dad's father, and it walks back down my bed, across the foot of my bed, out the door, down the hall, where it's like a light that just dissipates. I'm a high schooler, and I get out of bed. So I would, there was no wake. There was no motor. like waking up. Like I was awake at this point. I walk out of my bed. I go down the hall. I knock on my parents' bedroom door like I'm a little kid, <laughs> and they're like, "What." You guys awake? Like, yeah, what? What? I'm like, I just saw Papa. They're like, go to bed.
5: <laughs> and then I, walked, I went,
0: Yeah, I went back to my bed and I sat there. I was like, well, I'm going to watch uh, some SpongeBob as I did when I was scared. And I uh, fell back asleep. That was my, that's my ghost. That's the most convincing ghost story I have because whether I was hallucinating or not, I saw what I saw. Yeah. There's no explaining away what I saw. There wasn't like a light that was turned on in my bedroom and it was foggy. like it was my bedroom, you know?
3: Yeah. There's only so much like, oh, your mind's playing tricks on you that yeah. you can believe because like clearly you saw it with your eyes. Yeah.
0: Now I I don't know how I feel about like my what I don't believe is that it was my papa, right? Mm-hmm. That is your brain filling in the gaps. You know, that's what a lot of what people call high strangeness is like what i I can't explain what i saw so i'm gonna put whatever i think it may be to it because i I only have a limited understanding of what the world is or whatever so like you apply things that make sense to you to what doesn't make sense but yeah i don't think it was my papaw per se but Mm -hmm. i do think that there's a very thin layer between what is real and what is fake and i identify as like an as an atheist or a pantheist as far as my beliefs go, but I still think that there's a very thin layer between reality and maybe something that falls more in line with like spirituality.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, uh, is there any part of you that questions whether you were even awake?
0: No, because I sat up and I was yanking my eyeballs open, and the whole experience happened. It went like out my bedroom door, down the hall, and when I mustered up enough courage to stand up and go through that hallway to knock on my Mm -hmm. parents' door... (laughs) Uh, there was no, like, reawakening happening. I I was awake from the moment that I sat up in bed
3: pulling on my eyeballs, Mm -hmm. you know. But I I feel like another part of that is, you know how they say you only use a certain percentage of your brain. Um, There's plenty of of studies out there, you know, people doing DMT and stuff, and they're having these, like, vivid hallucinations. Mm -hmm. And then there's other people that are on the same drug that are seeing the same thing they're seeing at a different time. They don't even know each other. Yeah. You know, it's like, is it in the mind? Are they unlocking some part of their brain by, you know, using this, uh, I don't know, not fuel, but like this catalyst to unlock that part of their brain. Are they actually seeing, you know, some other, uh, I mean, I, I sound crazy saying it, but like some other dimension or is it literally all in their mind, you know? Yeah. And maybe something for you, your brain, maybe you were having some like vivid dream or something that, you know, you can't remember. And then you wake up and now something in your, you, like some part of your brain is like showing you this, you know, like mm-hmm. it.
0: who knows? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I don't think that you sound crazy at all. We don't really understand what consciousness is. And if you think of it as something like a radio wave uh, or like a, some sort of signal that you're receiving that your brain is hardwired to receive, then it's not so crazy to think that if you change the wiring in your brain mm-hmm. or the chemistry in your brain, maybe you're picking up on a different sort of signal.
3: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we already know we could change brain chemistry. People take drugs like prozac and whatever when they're depressed and it changes the chemistry of your brain to make you think like oh i'm happy you know yeah. like or i'm not you know
2: but we also know that memory is notoriously faulty yeah and y- there's no mm-hmm. part of you that questions whether this was all a dream that you now remember as real
3: lawyer's perspective yeah yeah i mean who's a lawyer memory is faulty the witness doesn't remember
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's <a> valid it <laughs> that, that's
0: right <laughs> yeah i think that because of the sequence of events um me going to my parents bedroom i can ask them Teddy, do you guys remember when i knocked on your doors i pretty much oh grown, they
2: remember this grown adult yeah. Mm. yeah
0: knocked on your door to tell me you know tell you that i saw papa and they told me to go to, fuck to bed <laughs> uh, yeah it just it was such a quick happening and i've also told the story so many times like the next thing i did at school is guy that's all fucking goes last night you know um <laughs> Shut up, Connor. So, yeah, yeah,
2: he saw another ghost, this fucking guy. Right, right, yeah. The UFO
4: guy, the ghost guy. What else you
0: got?
5: (laughs)
4: I guess there's also the chance that you were still sleeping, and when you woke up, then you went to your parents' room and knocked on the door. Like,
3: even the sitting up. I guess there's a small chance of that,
4: too.
0: Yeah, but again, I was sitting up already. Yeah. I was sitting Mm up. I saw it. I pulled all my fucking eyeballs. I remember that vividly because I was so convinced. Like, I. Yanked on my eyes.
2: You think I, you did all that? You think you did, yeah. <laughs> I was sitting
0: up the whole time. I went from sitting
1: up in bed to getting up. No, out we, of bed. We,
2: we, we heard you when you said you think that. Yeah, we got you. <laughs> Look, I could be off.
1: My memory could be totally fucked. We but got you. And I'll test just as his brother that he has, I have seen him wake up whilst sitting up. So the the sitting up piece, very questionable. <laughs>
4: <laughs> like, I, I've walked into the guest
1: bedroom when, and like those summers when you were coming, coming down from college and like your routine was just. Either you wake up springing out of bed <laughs> or you're already a- sleeping whilst looking like you're awake staring at a wall. So pretty creepy for one. Mm. But two, Sounds the like setting up situations questionable. Everything else could be. It's, it's, all, you ever, it's all
2: crashing down, Connor.
0: Have you ever sleepwalked? I, I act out my dreams often. Mm.
3: Okay. This is just getting all worse right. and worse for you. Yeah. Yeah. I once, But he saw what he saw. He saw what he saw, guys. I think the
1: weirdest thing is when you wake up, and I'm sure all of us have noticed, you wake up in a different room that you're... Like, I've woken up on the couch in no. the old, in the old uh, uh, neighborhood, in the old house, uh, so many times in the, on the couch. I'm like, how in the world did I bring my blankie <laughs> and my pillow to the couch, but he I was sleeping that. in my bedroom four hours ago? The weirdest. Those are the weirdest to me. Or you reverse on the bed. Like, what overtook you to be like, you know what, we're going to pull a 180 tonight, sleep head down on the toe mm-hmm. side, or we're going to just get out of bed and wake up in the couch. Never.
2: That's that, never happened? Well, it's never happened to me that I've been reversed in the bed really? where I'm now like sleeping where my feet would be. That's never happened to me. What has happened to me is I've been like, if I'm sleeping in a hotel or something, I'll have a really lucid dream where I wake up in my room. And then mm. I wake up in the hotel room, and it, that really yes, freaks me out. That's
3: happened to me. That's happened to me for sure. I actually mm-hmm. have uh, <laughs> one story. It's the only time I've sleepwalked in my entire life. Is that a term right? Sleepwalk? I don't know. Sleepwalked? Sleepwalk. It, Sleepwalk. It's the only time I've sleepwalked in my in my in my life. But um, my mom told me the story because I don't really remember it. So I I was probably I was younger than ten for sure, and um, I guess I I walked out of my room. I went and sat on the living room carpet. I turned the TV on. I was sitting crisscross applesauce right in front of the TV, just looking <laughs> up at it, and I was watching cops.
2: <laughs> that's you that's
3: what she told me. I, I don't remember waking <laughs> well, up or anything.
2: <laughs> I remember this story for some reason, so you must have told us before. I probably told you. But yeah, that, that is, we, I don't understand sleepwalking, but apparently my mom used to do it all the time when, <laughs> when she was young. And my my grandmother tells stories of finding her all over the house and yeah, even outside good. one time.
3: Puts pillows in the uh, um, the
2: oven. Yeah, <laughs> <Stubbrothers>. <laughs> who knows what the hell's going on there? But um, wait, we have to finish the guy oh, who yeah, wanted how is to he hide rid of the body. <laughs> oh, you got <laughs> where we started. A <laughs> <is> sex doll. <laughs> I figured you had no answers. You to, I think is there? You want a, answer my question,
4: him? No, my question yeah. is, uh, who is even hiding it from?
2: Well, who knows? He's well, just I, trying I mean, to
4: get rid maybe, of it. I don't, maybe me, now. if I had a sex doll and I was using it, I wouldn't care if I wanted to get rid of it. I'm just going to get rid of it.
3: You're just going to throw it in the trap. Throw
4: it in the trash. I guess yeah. he yeah. just
2: wants to make sure. That he probably lives in an apartment building or something, and just wants to make sure no one ends up calling the had police. Had a crazy night. Who's going to think anything weird? <laughs> a crazy. If I saw somebody I, I carrying
0: know. what I thought was a body and throwing it in the
4: garbage,
3: yeah, they're pretty realistic. You know, from what I've heard, from what I, you know,
4: he doesn't no, want. But it being if, like, if someone's right. close enough to see a sex doll. I think you can play that off as just like a normal thing, you know.
5: I mean,
4: <laughs> you walk up <laughs> on someone throwing
2: out a sex doll, no, you're gonna look, think like that guy's a look, loser.
4: Yeah, if if you act like a loser about it, but if you if you're a completely normal person, you're a nice guy and stuff, you can just play it off as, like, oh, it was a crazy night. Like, I'm going to go throw this away. It was, like, wild.
3: Oh, my gosh. Do you have a sex doll in your and when you, <laughs>
4: someone
6: and like, it's and
3: okay.
4: The next time you may see that one person that you happen to walk by in your apartment, then you'll see them, and they'll think you're maybe weird for the last time from the last time they saw you with the sex doll, but you can have a normal conversation with them afterwards. You're like, shameless.
2: All right, well, let's say that they don't want to <laughs> take the chance that they're able to socially recover from this, mm-hmm. and they just don't want anyone to find out yeah. so he wants mm-hmm. he's asking for a foolproof way yeah. how do you do this I mm-hmm. say the best way is you list it on eBay as gently used <laughs> and you sell it and then you ship it to somebody is else you have to you, to, but you can't ship dolls? it from your apartment room you have to
4: go somewhere
2: you pack it up what I would do is I would go to Walmart buy a bunch of boxes put it in a box put it all around it put it in a box That's the same thing as disposing it.
1: It's just Uh, as what he's talking about. I think this guy is probably saying, how the hell do I get it out of my door without anyone thinking anything? Yeah, but I think I think his (laughs) thing is, look, you could you could do that. You could.
2: (laughs) Oh, they want to join the the conversation. Guest appearance. You could put it in a box and throw it in the trash. But the problem is, all right, then someone else throws like, I don't know. Some heavy broken TV on top of it, and now the box rips open, and they think there's a body there, and then they call the police. He just wants none of that. Yeah, he wants none of it. He, wants I mean, it. he no
4: chance. I guess. I guess the reason I'm thinking so like normally about it is because one, you have, have a sex. Doll. I wouldn't have a sex doll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But two, I guess because he has a sex doll, he is pretty weird. Yeah. So he doesn't. So he actually cares about someone seeing the sex doll because he's worried. Yeah. So much about what he's actually done yeah, it's that the sex doll. Well, so <laughs> Maybe he went
2: through a low point in his life. So Who knows? I, I don't I know. Think, I think, oh, it's just a normal day. I think
3: Connor's <laughs> route is probably the easiest and safest for not getting caught. Chop I think, it up. I think Michael's route is very good as well. You pack it in the box. You're sending it to some guy who's obviously buying a sex doll. So he's already a weirdo as well. So I think that gets by. I think Kurt's route of kind of just carrying out and disposing of it. I think if somebody questions it, you know, I was using it in the HOV lane, you know, like people do that shit. They have an extra person in your car so you can drive in the HOV lane. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I think. It, I think I saw it in a movie. I think Kyle has a second in Or it's in the other room. You can say, this isn't mine. I'm getting rid of it.
2: <laughs>
4: this isn't mine. And then mine. move I'm on. And friend. just forget about it. And then the next I guess time you so. see the person, you act completely
2: normal with them. I think what you do is you put it in, you put it in a box, you bring it in your car, you drive it out to the desert. You bury it like a body. Is it around
3: here in Florida? <laughs> I
2: I would drive out to the Everglades. <laughs> okay. Throw us. it in the Everglades. And even if someone finds it and they call the cops and everything, they're just going to come and discover, oh, it's not a body, and then they'll dispose of it. Mm-hmm. But you're, it's not going to get traced back to you. Do cops have
1: arms and heads, though? It's they're Yeah, like a super well, depends, realistic yeah. one. Really? Oh,
4: yeah. Yeah, but just it's put it in a box. Yeah. Put if if a you're box. worried about someone seeing it. Well this lo- person clearly was I mean, he, worried. He's worried. I love Reddit.
2: <laughs> I know. I love Reddit. So or I thought you bring it, you put it in a box, you bring it out somewhere like the middle of the Everglades or something. You tie a bunch of balloons with like, to it. Okay. And then you just let it go.
0: And then they all pop and some body comes flying. Over yeah. <laughs> but
1: it's going to be far away from your apartment building. It's a new problem
0: for somebody so else. So they you like, hot uh, air
3: balloon it away from you. The
0: next Reddit post is going to be like, all right, so yeah. you guys are not
2: going to believe this. but <laughs> yeah. So, guys, look, like I said, I'm disturbed. I have to share it. With Very you. disturbed. I did not know some of this stuff existed. But the question was for people to t- say, what is the worst thing you've ever seen on the Internet? And so I've oh, no. written down four of them here. We're not going to watch them. Please, no. I think it would psychologically damage you. Connor would have I no think problem. They go in this is his specialty. I think they go in. Yeah, Connor would watch these. He's he loves. That. He's
3: actually seen them. What were those? <laughs> I
2: think they go in uh, order of more and more disturbing. But I'm going to go through them, and you guys tell me would you would you watch this? Do you have any you know? morbid curiosity to watch these or do you think it would fuck you up? So I think even the descriptions, but first one's called Glass Jar Guy. Do you know this, Connor? Yeah. You do? Of course you do. Guy you guys on it, right? Did you see it? Uh yeah. I cannot confirm or deny. <laughs> so what it is is uh it's called Glass Jar Guy. It's a man who sits on a glass jar, gets it in his ass, the glass jar breaks. Oh mm-hmm. God. And blood starts shooting out of his ass and pooling on the floor. He then runs off screen and no one knows what happened.
3: Oh, God. He sprays his way off. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> yeah, actually.
0: So uh, confirmed. Um, <laughs> the worst part about that video isn't what you see. It's the sounds that he makes. Oh, Ooh. gosh.
2: Is he like screaming in pain?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's more like the, the guttural sort of like deep pain and like discomfort that the man is experiencing in the panic yeah that you can audibly hear in his voice that that is what kind of bugs i
2: mean he's got to know he can die from that maybe he did i don't know
0: i feel like that video is not as bad as some of the things that you can see on game of thrones but if you if you play it with the audio the audio sticks (laughs) with you Hmm. like what i remember most about that video was remember remembering
4: his sounds
2: Okay. So we know that Connor would watch it cuz he did. Kurt.
4: <laughs> um no, I'd absolutely not watch that. Con- um, anything like I've seen random videos that pop up when uh, Elon Musk took over Twitter and the algorithm was completely different. Uh-huh. There's just random crazy videos that pop up, which made me actually delete it. <laughs> um but not as crazy as that, but just like, you know, dark things. Um and and I, I have no interest in any of that.
1: Carson. Uh, yeah, I mean, growing up with Connor, we, we've seen... seen him <laughs> hold his eyes open. Yeah, we've he, seen some, fu- he fucked you up. Some fun ones, for sure. Um, no, yeah, I mean, I would watch all that stuff. It's somewhat like, yeah, you know, you well, get prepared for let's that. Let's see kind of when thing.
2: we get through the list, but... Um, yeah, no. This one you would watch. Yeah, again. Kyle?
1: <laughs> no, no,
3: no, no. I'm good, I'm good.
2: All right, what about this one? I, I, I might have told you guys about this one before, but let me throw it out there. This one's called Brick Gore. It's a married couple driving on the road... In another country, I think. A truck comes past them. Brick comes flying through the window. All you see is, you know, this guy's trying to frantically get to the side of the road. It's like a dash cam sort of view. And once they get to the side of the road, you just hear this, like, gurgling. And then just, like, the guttural, like uh, Connor said, of this guy realizing that that gurgling is his wife whose head has been basically taken off by the brick. You gonna watch that, Connor? Uh,
0: I mean, I'll probably. The answer to all these is that I would probably watch it.
5: <laughs> okay. I feel like that that one would He's fuck like, me you can up. Skip but skip
0: the list, I will watch them. If yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it, it makes me sound gross, but there's just a curiosity to it. Like mm. a dark some thing. of the videos that I've seen that are really disgusting. I'm curious, like what are human beings capable of doing to one another? Oh, we'll
2: get to that.
4: Oh gosh, <laughs> Kurt. I wouldn't watch any of these that you read.
2: Okay, got it. You
1: <laughs> could just skip me and Kurt on these. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the answer is no. It's a, same as Connor. There's curiosity. I wouldn't want to watch that one, though, but I would. Doesn't that one hit? To me, that one hits a little too close. What I will yeah. add is, uh, yeah, I wouldn't watch any of these.
4: I think it
0: depends, <laughs> it depends on the thumbnail. <laughs> like if i would also like, well, the had, thumbnail
2: like, on that wouldn't be bad. It would just literally be the guy's uh, dash view.
0: So yeah, I mean it would be like if I'm scrolling through Reddit or something and the tagline is Brook f- uh, Brick Flies Through Woman's Face and then it's like a NSFW uh, blurred out video. I will probably click it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. Let's 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 see. I guess now the game is can we find something he won't watch? So the next one's called Three Guys One Hammer. Seen that. Oh. Oh geez. Geez. So missed, it, missed, it, missed, just skip the Would you one. like to describe it?
0: Uh well, the, the, that video is actually part, what I saw was part of a compilation of mm-hmm. snuff videos of people torturing their genitalia. Awesome. <laughs> yeah.
2: Pain Olympics. That? Are we talking about the same one? The BME Pain Olympics. This one is three guys, one hammer. They it's murder a guy. teens. Yeah, they do. Yeah. It's t- uh, three teens who pick some random guy on the street at night. They take turns hitting him with, in the head with a hammer until they kill him. Mm-hmm. And I turns out that that guy had just beat cancer yikes i didn't know that Mm. maybe i wouldn't have watched that's the back background of that no yeah i've seen that one so you did watch it yeah
0: it was part of a compilation video of
1: that stuff yeah
2: okay we know kurt's answer carson
1: same same stands yeah i wouldn't (laughs) want to watch it but i will
2: (laughs) (laughs) okay uh let's see connor i hope you have not seen this these get exponentially worse? have you seen the video funky town no. Do you know what it is? No. Okay. So Funky Town is a video of a Mexican cartel doing their thing. It's called Funky Town because the song Funky Town it is playing be a chainsaw in the off background. The head. No, this one is the song Funky Town is playing in the background, and these Mexican t- cartel members. Wait, how does
3: that song go? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Michael.
2: <laughs> and so they uh, these Mexican cartel members. Why that while that song is playing. Cut the hands off of a guy, peel his face off, and then cut out his beating heart. Nope. Connor, would you? So we found one you won't No, watch. no, no, no. I haven't seen it. But you would watch it.
0: <sighs> yeah. Again, Jeez. if it came across and it was like, you know, <laughs> the funk, you know right. that
2: will stay with you, man's man. Man's hands cut off to funky town. I was like. What okay. about man's face ripped off and beating
0: heart ripped out? My curiosity may push me. But again, I don't. So, I don't look for these videos. They've just happened to be... <laughs> They're in your
3: algorithm?
0: Yeah, like, they'll just pop up, or, like, maybe I'll I'll be on, like, a subreddit that was dark, and Reddit's cleaned up its act quite a bit, but mm-hmm. back in the day, it would, like, pop up, and then my curiosity would get the best of me, but I'm not, like, going online and typing in snuff
4: films to watch. You know what I mean? You know what's uh, really weird, too, is uh, a lot of this stuff is directed in movies and, like, put in entertainment and stuff, and people think, you know, it's just a movie.
3: Yeah, Mm -hmm. like if it's in a Quentin Tarantino movie or something. Yeah, I don't even
4: like watching this stuff in movies because I realize this stuff actually happens. Mm -hmm. So even, like, horror movies where... That's why I don't like slashers. Like, I watch ghost stuff and, like, paranormal stuff because we're not sure Mm -hmm. what that is really, but slashers and all that stuff, that stuff is real. People actually go yeah. through real-life horror
2: stories, so I don't even watch that stuff. I guess the reason why it, do, it, it doesn't bother me in movies, but I think the only reason it doesn't bother me is because I know it's not
0: Thick, real.
2: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Guys, probably palate cleanser from that.
1: Yeah, please. Yeah. Okay. so We'll tell the waitress to take this appetizer yeah. away. <laughs> yeah, sponge this. Sponge take that away. Take that away. Pants, please. <laughs>
3: yeah.
5: Anyone okay. else want any more of that? guys. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No.
0: If you're ever in a pinch where you're finding yourself fearful or scared or you can't get a really bad image out of your head, highly, highly recommend throwing on some old school SpongeBob late at (laughs) night, right before you go to bed. It basically brainwashes you, rewires the brain. You can fall asleep nice knowing that while there may be people chopping off hands, peeling off faces and ripping out beating hearts, you also have a little bit of... SpongeBob and Patrick blowing bubbles. Like I think that will get you right to sleep, yeah. nice and easy. Get your brain right. SpongeBob.
3: Mm-hmm. Can I hear your best uh, Patrick impression? Patrick. I could do a
0: SpongeBob's laugh. I'd
2: rather hear Patrick laugh.
6: Oh, <laughs> 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 it's a giraffe.
2: <laughs> Loved it. Not That's bad. The best I got. Dude. Not bad. So, guys, if you if you had to choose one of these, okay. Would you rather have depression for ten years, double your body weight, lose one limb at random, oh wow, become blind and deaf, have ten thousand random strangers instantly die or never use the internet again. That includes on your phone.
1: Oof. There's a lot. Same again.
2: Depression for ten years.
1: No. Nope.
2: Body weight double. I'm
3: going with the body weight. Okay. just tell you that. I can lose that weight.
2: All right, so we have one for body I can weight.
3: put it on. I can take it off.
2: Lose a limb at random. No one for that. Keep going. Become blind and deaf. No one for that. 10,000 random strangers die instantly. That's yeah, I'm, mine. I'm going to get A little
3: population
1: control. That's mine. Yeah, I'm going to get fat. <laughs>
2: Or never use the internet again.
1: I'm intrigued by that one. That one's like yeah. kind of like
2: I would probably either do the uh, 10,000 people or the internet.
3: Oof. Mm. Why? Why do you guys say the 10,000 people?
2: Yeah, Kyle's eh, answer was pretty. If good they're though. random strangers, then I don't even know. Does it
0: change your answer if you have to watch them die?
2: Mm, how are they dying? Because
1: then you get depression for 10 years. Yeah. You know, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I think then I you think lose a limb when you hang yourself or whatever. You know, <laughs> think something's gonna happen, <laughs> and all
0: It all trickles. <laughs> I think I'm gonna become a fatty. Yeah, I can lose the weight. I'll get swole. You know, put on all that weight. Oh yeah, just Four get its it's
2: Cutting
3: season. Yeah, baby.
0: <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Those answers. I feel like you'll be really
2: off. unhealthy though. If you,
3: yeah, it would definitely be unhealthy. I gotta but get. But would be right about on. what three eighty. Uh, hey, Andy. That's that's pretty massive. It'd be like 175
0: yeah, times 2.
3: 350? Yeah, we'd both be about 350.
2: Give <laughs> me the, the Chubbly brothers. <laughs>
0: what
2: are you going to choose, Kurt? It's a tough one.
3: Dude, imagine I think Kurt 350 at his height. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, it would be a
3: spectacle, Oompa. so maybe I would go with that one. <laughs> um,
4: yeah, I think... Yeah, I think I would just get fat. Because more, you know, the internet, once you lose it, you'll realize what you lost.
1: You're just unable to do a The 10,000
4: people is just bad. You might as well just gain the weight because that's something that you can change.
3: There, I mean, there's a, like, there's a lot of, um, obviously, negative to the internet. But there's so many things. Like, you can't even live in today's society without the internet. I couldn't do my job. Yeah,
0: you couldn't do your job. Yeah. Yeah, then I'd probably get fat because I'd have to eat McDonald's every meal. <laughs> so then I would be depressed. fat, and I can't use the internet. And you'd be depressed. Yeah, i would be depressed.
3: And you might kill ten thousand people.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we use yeah, we use the internet for everything now. You you can't live without it.
3: We wouldn't have this great podcast without the internet.
2: The overwhelming vote was ten thousand random strangers. Died. Really? Wow! Yeah. Wow! Overwhelming! Overwhelming! <laughs> Wow, it's the easiest option. That play. blows me away, though. Yeah, where did they pull this? Was it in the U.S.? No, it's they worldwide. It's Reddit, Reddit, so it's worldwide. Out of six point seven thousand votes, three point eight thousand say ten thousand random strangers. It is Reddit, though. It yeah. is Reddit. There's
0: a fuck. You know, people like me who watch all that crazy shit. <laughs> yeah. Reddit, so
2: exactly. Yeah.
0: But even me, I would. not That's a terrible. You're a bad person.
2: Me <laughs> <That> bad <bird. laughs> I mean, I'm not a good person for choosing it, but I, look, they backed me into a corner and said, "Choose one." I, I, it's like be fat or ten thousand people die. Like, you're like ah, ten thousand people. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be fat. I mean, I've, uh, it's not just that; it's just a lot of health that comes. So, let's move on. So, uh, <laughs> Kyle, you were talking to me earlier about flow state. I've yeah. never heard of that.
3: Yeah, right? I, I find that interesting that you haven't heard of it. Um, so, flow state is sort of it's like that feeling of, of being in the zone, um, whether it's uh, in your job or playing sports or, or really anything, um, I think what I can relate it to and I guess what brought it to my mind is like um, playing basketball like when you're in, when you're in a flow state playing basketball, it's like you see the whole court you, every shot you shoot just feels like it's going in like you're just you're just locked in and um, I was just curious if you guys have ever been in like a flow state that you can that you can think
1: of. So I, <clears throat> I think um, like what you're saying. I think for me, and I don't know, I don't know what I attribute it to. And me and Kurt have talked about this like um, I think a few times, many times. But like there's sometimes I'm on it, and then there's just. But for me, a flow state is is more or less it. It's like a period of time. So it could be a week, it could be a couple days. So like either, especially with work, like you're just, everything's on point, everything's moving smoothly, you're doing the things, you're checking the things off the list, you're, you know, you're a good person, you're a good friend, you're a good husband, you're a good, um, uh, whatever it is in your workplace, like everything's working, everything's flowing. I don't know. How to get there, but I definitely know that I think I, I yeah. can relate to having and being in a flow state, especially competitively. When com- competition comes to play, I think that fires me a lot more. Um, that probably fires me the most. I think I get my most like fuel and my most passion when it comes to a sport or something that relates to a competition because it, it's something that interests me. So if I'm involved in a lot of things that are interesting me, I become very much in that, in that zone. Yeah.
2: I agree. I used to find the same thing when we played tennis a lot. Mm-hmm. There were days where...
3: Your forehand just locked in. Yeah,
2: it's in. just everything's off and mm-hmm. then there are days when you are in I guess that flow state. I, I just thought of it as in the zone, but where everything is firing mm-hmm. and you're just playing great. Mm-hmm. Where I find this now is basically every time I have to write a brief or some sort of response mm-hmm. or any any sort of you know pleading uh, at work i it's it, sometimes it's hard to get started it's yes. hard to just get words on paper but there is a point where it just clicks and boom everything's flowing everything it, it's just the thing's writing itself yeah i'm just going oh, right it, it's writing You're the itself. vessel <laughs> yes so i don't know where that comes from mm-hmm. i would love to know how to just turn that on yeah one way i know is if it's due tomorrow, and then I have no choice but to f- fucking do it. Well,
3: and that's, uh, that's actually what I was going to say is what I've noticed in my life, because I, I pay attention to things like that. When am I, How do I get in that zone? Like, how does it happen? It's like when you procrastinate to the point of, oh, it's due tomorrow. Like, I need to do this. Then I can get into that because I have to do it. I did that all through school. I did every assignment day before or morning of, mm-hmm. studied for every test day before, and, you know, I was a pretty smart guy. And, uh, but it's like the procrastination of, like, you have to do it that kind of used to get me there.
1: I would say as a spectator of you as a friend, when looking at it from, like, a sports standpoint, mm-hmm. um, I think you – you definitely thrive in, in moments that you want to be, and and we you drop back to the old podcast with the last podcast with the with the, you let you thrive in moments that require immediate action. Like, mm-hmm. hey, we're losing this ball game. Hey, this needs this assignment needs to be completed. Mm-hmm. Hey, this this work task needs to be finished. And then yeah. for you, it's like, like I don't know, like if people are relatable to basketball, it's like Jimmy buckets. It's like mm-hmm. he knows when he needs to activate, and he activates. He gets the job done, and he's known for those kind of things. Yeah, yeah. So. It's actually cool that you noticed that, you know, about me. It's a really good compliment. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, but, um, it's hard to, like, how do you, for me, the challenge is always like, cause I'm also well aware of it, is like, how do you become, like, for me, I I penalize myself usually at night before bed and I'm like, oh, I'm shitty at this. I need to be better at this. And then the next day starts and it's like a refresh and you're like, fuck, like back on the old saddle again. Or like, I I just don't, you know.
4: So people make livings off of, teaching people how to enter the flow state. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like a commodity. So yeah. like CEOs, executives, high-performance people will pay someone, like a coach, life coach, whatever, to teach them how to enter that state so that they don't only enter the flow state when it's a necessity, mm-hmm. but they can enter it like if they have to sit down and do work or plan something yeah. or they have something yeah. coming up. They're, this coach... Or a psychologist or whatever knows the techniques to be able to help them just enter that state, mm-hmm. whether it's through like meditation or jumping on the trampoline. Uh, yeah, Tony Robbins <laughs> jumping on the trampoline. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, that's a good example gotta take because a he
3: called shower first thing in the morning. But
4: he's got it down to a science where before he steps on stage every single time, he's able to enter the flow state and just mm-hmm. be completely present, mm-hmm. which is basically what the flow state is. What does he do? He jump. He like breathe. It's a breathing exercise. Yeah. He jumps on a trampoline. Everyone has the own. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care about yeah. that guy.
3: Do you have something that works for you, or that that you've noticed in, in your life?
4: I don't have it down to a science, no. But unfortunately, like, can you think of like a time things, you spent yeah. in the flow yeah.
3: state? That's that got you yeah. there.
4: Um. Oh, that actually got me there. know, mm-hmm. yeah. Pretty much the only times I've experienced it is like when I'm doing something that just comes naturally to me. So, like math was always easy to me. Yeah. So in school. That seemed like a flow state, uh, playing soccer. Sports I think is was always pretty easy. To I I've lock seen in.
3: you locked in a couple times on the basketball court where I'm yeah. like, this kid literally can't miss right now. <laughs> yeah,
4: say <laughs> yeah. that. Um but actually doing it for or applying it and getting in that zone for anything, I don't know how to do that now. Yeah. That's why people pay others who know how to do that tons of freaking money to be able to get them in that zone. That's why high performance people pay so much money mm-hmm. to do that. It's a valuable commodity.
0: Artists, musicians, Mm -hmm. uh, they all like to attribute a lot of their success to like the muse. Mm -hmm. And I think what the muse really is, is like that state of mind. It's the flow state. Yeah. It's being able to tap into this separate part of your brain that just responds. You know, you're just firing on all levels. You're able to perform and deliver exactly what you want. And it doesn't necessarily feel like it's even coming from you. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I kind of feel like the whole sales of flow state is kind of a gimmick, right? Like, there's so much productivity culture out there that's like hijack your brain with nootropics, like well, that will help you a lot focus. Like Pseudo science
3: around it. I would. Yeah, You're talking yeah, about like, selling
1: products well, to get yeah, you there. Well, well,
3: yeah, well, that's yeah, the products. Or you're talking sure. about people
1: helping? Because I think. <laughs> Did you just rip one, dude? I'm only going to comment on that for a second. He's, he's trying, trying to get too much flow state. He's that was working right, on getting yeah. yeah,
2: excited. That was the he's he's, the of good, he's, he's the flow. blowing right out his asshole. <laughs> 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 it's
0: a rubber ball, but that sounded like a straight fart. Um, yeah, no. I, yeah, yeah. Products, again, I think it's a kind of gimmicky, but I also think guys like Tony Robbins are scam
3: artists. Ooh, hot take.
5: Mm. I'm not disagrees. saying
3: that. I'm not saying that the snake oil they're selling doesn't work for everybody, but it works for it works for them. But it might not work for everybody. It's kind of yeah. what you're saying. Yeah,
0: okay. I think that it, it. Like I said, you know,
3: everyone.
2: Connor speaks for himself and only himself. Yeah, a I quick apologize disclaimer. Yeah,
0: I just have opinions.
1: <laughs> yeah. Who am I? I would say, I mean, someone like that, if it, it just like to me, that's like church if it helps people get th- from some a to b in some sense mm-hmm. then it works it, regardless of mm-hmm. obviously like you said it's an opinion so it's, it's different but right. regardless of yeah if someone's able to go see these people and leave a different person mm-hmm. then it's working yeah, right think, it doesn't mean it's going to work for me
3: i think when you right. when you hear some motivational talk or you watch a ted talk or something you you leave that and you're you have that motivation for a short period of time to do something different to try something different but as soon as you know that that period of motivation ends, it's a matter of did you actually change anything, or are you just going back to how you were before? You know, mm-hmm. there's a, there's like a, I feel like there's a short period of time to take action on on that. Yeah, but even when you do, you have to have momentum, and that's what the flow state yeah.
0: helps with. But the issue is, no one can manifest a flow state and sustain it over the course of a lifetime. Mm-hmm. It's always in short bursts Mm -hmm. where you're able to dial in and kind of enter that state of mind and capitalize on it like Mm -hmm. the people who are who are maybe what we might call in a constant state of flow are not people who can function in regular society these are like the buddhist monks who have perfected Mm -hmm. the art of calming their mind and focusing all their attention Mm -hmm. on a single thing like i think levitating
3: themselves over a canyon
2: that's exactly what it is i was gonna say for me it's about being able to focus, to clear my mind focused, of everything yeah. else and focus on just this task. Then my mind opens up and I'm able to just go. Yeah. And for one way I know that always opens up my mind and I can forget everything else is if I'm driving. Hmm. That's one way like all my best ideas hmm. come to me when I'm driving. But just being able to put out the rest of the world and just focus on that one thing, then it opens up. I think uh, – what the procrastination creates for a lot of people is that it it just turns into anxiety and worry about all the things you have to do. You're constantly Mm -hmm. thinking, I got to do this, 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 and this. When the reality is if you stop putting them off and you just, Do it. Start Mm -hmm. knocking things off that list. Sometimes I have to literally say that to myself. Just start knocking things off the list (laughs) and stop worrying about it. Mm -hmm. And then I feel a lot better once I see myself actually accomplishing things. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I would say, um, like, the procrastination definitely cripples some people. Like, people react differently to, you know, procrastination or the anxiety or whatever. But I was going to ask you because I'm similar to you in that the car, like, driving is a huge time when I get, like, a lot of ideas and stuff. But um, I was going to ask you: Are you normally listening to like music or a podcast or something when, when you when you're in this kind of zone where you're getting the ideas? Because for me, I, it's when my music doesn't start playing right when I get in the car, and I find myself ten minutes into my drive, and there hasn't been a yeah. single sound, and I've just been thinking the whole time. Yeah,
2: sometimes I do it purposely if I if turn I am the, trying to break off. through something like I just. I, no, my no. Nothing comes to me when I'm listening to a podcast or music. Mm-hmm. I'm focused on that. When I just shut everything off and drive, mm-hmm. then my brain starts like everything. It, 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 it's like you're in a you're putting yourself physically away from all those other things mm-hmm. and in a quiet space. Yeah. And so then your mind, I think, starts to settle down and open up.
3: Mm-hmm. For me, that that's not the only time though, and I wouldn't say it's even exclusive to the music not being played or whatever in the car. It is. It's only when nothing's nothing's on. I'm just thinking, but there's plenty of times where um let's say, you know, I smoke a little, you know, I got a little buzz going and I'm, uh, let's say I'm just walking the dog around the neighborhood and I got my headphones in, I'm listening to music. I don't hear a word of the music. I'm just in my head. The music is almost blocking out any outside sounds mm-hmm. like any environmental sure. sounds. And, those are, that's another situation where I find myself in sort of that flow state where I get like a lot of ideas. I'll write them down on my phone all the time. Like I've tried to write like songs. I've already written half of your best man speech. Like it, it comes to me on certain times and I have to take advantage of it when, when I'm there because I can't make it happen all the
2: time, you know? Yeah. Um, Great, let's bottle it and sell it, like Kurt said. So <laughs> <laughs> I had
3: sort of another question on that too that i'm that I'm kind of interested in. this This may be short and maybe a little longer, but um, do you guys feel like you have a time of day where you're most productive, like morning, middle of the day after you've had your coffee and you've woken up a little? or I know a lot of people it's like late at night when they're not doing anything.
2: Uh, for me, I'm really productive early in the morning and at night. In the middle of the day, unless there's like a deadline where I'm forcing myself <laughs> yeah, to just but a do good, it, yeah, that comes but, back to the but, back against yeah, the wall sort of. I it, I do have that middle of the day lull of energy, mm-hmm. and most of the time, I have too many things to do at my job that I just have to do them. There's mm-hmm. no choice; you just have to do them. But if if it's if if there's any wiggle room for me. Mm-hmm. I take it easy at those times because like definitely hit like 3 p.m. I'm falling asleep.
3: Yeah. What about you guys?
2: I think for I
4: think for the majority of people just based on like human biology when you first wake up in the morning,
3: mm-hmm.
4: your body's basically getting ready to do whatever it is you need to do. Mm-hmm. Um so you can uh I've listened to um uh Andrew Huberman. He's a mm-hmm. neuroscientist. Mm-hmm. Um, And he's actually talked about this and like flow state and all that stuff Mm -hmm. pretty extensively. But um, basically what he says is like when you wake up first thing in the morning, that's when it's easiest to do things that you actually are like striving to do.
3: Not for me.
4: Um. So, well, it might be for the majority of people just yeah, based on, like, yeah. chemistry. That's you know, why like, I was asking about, like, you
3: guys specifically because like, yeah. I'm just curious. Mm-hmm.
4: Like, when you first wake up in the morning, it's just easier to say, uh, I'm going to eat an apple instead of, like, this piece of cake. Mm-hmm. Um, it's easier to make those, like, difficult decisions that you want to make. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to work out right now mm-hmm. um, instead of trying to make those decisions after a long work day, after you've had dinner, mm-hmm. um, those sort of things because you're um, – the biology that creates, like, the motivation mm-hmm. yeah, uh, to, to do those things or make um, better choices, mm-hmm. uh, your your will basically, like, declines over the course of the day. Yeah. Which I, is I why, get... like, Michael gets tired at, like, 3 o'clock, which is pretty common for a lot of people. Like, yeah. You have that midday lull. You have lunch or whatever. Your energy levels deplete. hmm um, So you eat or do whatever you need to do to re-energize yourself. Yeah. Maybe you get, like, caffeine. Yep. Like I had this Celsius at, what, what time was it, like four? <laughs> like six. Yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was like four or whatever. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I think that's that's pretty common for most people. So when I wake up first thing in the morning, yeah. to answer your question, uh, it's a lot easier for me to do those things than after a long work day.
3: For, for me, it's funny. I'm the complete opposite. I have all these thoughts right before I go to bed of like, oh, tomorrow morning I'm going to wake up a little earlier I might take a shower in the morning, which I usually shower at night, but I might, you know, I might shower at night and in the morning, I'm going to make breakfast, I'm going to get to work, and then I'll be ready to go. Wake up in the morning, ain't doing none of that. Snooze three times, get to work right on time. Like, it just, like I'm so the opposite of that.
4: It, it depends uh, what you do. So you have your habits that you've been doing for however long mm-hmm. when you wake up in the morning. Oh, yeah. So to be able to change those things, you need to, like, the first thing that you do has to be different than what you normally do. Mm. So if the first thing you do normally is hit snooze, Mm -hmm. your brain's thinking, this is a normal day. We're going (laughs) to hit it five more times and do the exact same thing we've been doing the past three years or however long it's been. So if the very first decision you make is a conscious decision instead of an unconscious one, Mm. um, like hitting the snooze button three times, I would uh, say that's
3: or, an unconscious decision for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, okay. An unconscious
4: decision, yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you make the conscious decision to instead – oh, instead of hitting the snooze button, I'm going to get up right now.
3: Yeah, And, <laughs> and I tell myself that right then, before I fall asleep. Like I'm going to get up tomorrow. I'm yeah, yeah. Snoozing.
4: All of us do the same exact thing where like if we want to create a morning routine or anything like that that we think is like going to benefit us or whatever, mm-hmm. it's tough to do those things because we have to break the neurocircuits in our brain yeah. that we've built over the past few years. Yeah. Uh, and the habits that we have, um so yeah, if you instead of hit this news button, just get right up then I'm gonna try it this week I think your perspective of try. like you being a morning uh person or having willpower in the morning, mm-hmm. which change.
1: come back to that one the next pod see see mm-hmm. how you're doing yeah, right. yeah we, we wanna follow up on that
3: <laughs> what about you, Carson like you morning night yeah,
1: same as Mike morning and night um pretty much it's it just before it just goes back to before anything starts for me is like before there's anything important. I will then activate what's necessary to get it done. Mm. So yeah. it could, for me, it could come at any point when it is necessary. Hopefully, not during the middle of the day, because likely from an eating habits, etc., just as the day drags and I lose energy, it would be less beneficial.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I think it's a perfect plug for
0: uh, AG One. If you're trying to break <laughs> up your morning routines, <laughs> yeah. you should uh, definitely try out some AG One. It helps you yeah. stay balanced throughout the day, equal flow of energy from the <laughs> moment you take it, first thing in the morning. The moment you go to bed at night, you'll sleep better. You'll wake up easier. Just a little bit of AG1 in the oh, morning. Yeah.
3: I, hear, I hear it replaces your uh, normal vitamin routine. It does. It really does. It works wonders. <laughs> anyway, AG1, right. please, if you're out there.
2: <laughs> that That's the only free plug you're getting, okay? <laughs> yeah. um, so Connor found an interesting music video that I think he should share with everyone. <laughs> I oh
0: did. boy.
3: Yeah, I did. We it's, know what Connor likes to watch. Well,
0: this is going to break up routine for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this video, I- I'm curious. I just want you to all watch it. I'll play some music so you can listen to it as well. It's it's the one of the weirder things that I've seen recently, and I'm just curious. I have some thoughts myself, but I'll, I'll save it for after you guys have watched a little bit of it. So here we go.
6: Everybody.
3: Terry Styles
6: no. running on no. the block to be around you. But baby I'm first in place. Face call.
0: Troy Ravon, it's like an Australian singer-songwriter. I think she's pretty hot. What do you guys think?
3: Yeah, not as curvy as I like him, but she's undoubtedly attractive. Pretty hot, Is it going to be a man? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's (laughs) what I'm thinking. Oh, God.
0: So this is, in fact, a man. Oh, my God. That is a man. It's a job well done. (laughs) Yeah, wow. (laughs) That's That's actually him. That is him. That's the singer-songwriter, Troy Ravon. Oh, wow. Yeah, dancing up. If anyone's interested in watching this music video, which you should, because it make make you think a little bit harder about the trans issue, Uh, this guy is fucking smoking.
4: He does look pretty good. I mean, I don't want to say he, but maybe she. No, it's
0: him. him. He's not. He's 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 not not trans. trans, No, this is
1: essentially drag. Can Can you? A really good drag. Can we see what. Does he. he, It's the guy you see in there singing. Is he a guy? Like, does he want to be a guy? Yeah. Yes, yes.
0: That's okay. the interesting thing about it. So what does he that, look
1: like? Uh, what, you know, when you, what does he wake up and look like?
0: What does he wake up and look like? He looks like this.
2: I was gonna say that's oh, him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he really, really did his eyebrows. What's the other song that he sings? No idea. Because there you. was a popular one that he sings. Um, just, just look, look at his Spotify. Yeah. And, and what's his most popular song?
4: Wait, so what was your ideas of, of the video? I was curious. <laughs> well, I, I, I... He
5: just wanted, wanted he thought he was hot. Yeah, he just wanted yeah, to, yeah, to, just to know, know if you guys thought he
4: was hot. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, as a girl, he's, he's pretty hot. not going to lie. No, he's yeah. definitely hot. He's got some
3: feminine features. Yeah, they I mean, made like, him
4: look really good. If, every, <laughs> if you didn't know that it was a man, you, you like, could... Like, objectively, that is a hot woman.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or
0: a very attractive man. It's a good-looking dude <laughs> well, also when he's a dude. dude yeah.
2: No, but it's, and, and, it's... No, it's an attractive... Those are attractive feminine features.
3: Yeah. We're, um, yeah, we're saying like... It's an attractive human?
0: Cer- yeah.
2: Certainly an attractive <laughs> human.
0: I was interested because I watched the music video, and I was like, that's definitely a dude. Immediately, I was like, that's... Ah, I'm getting the little, you know, I am getting like, is that a man? But they're tucked. He was tucked so well. You just couldn't tell. He's like, you know, popping up know his, at all, popping open his hips and doing the whole thing. And like that, that there's no dick there. Definitely no balls, but there are, they're hidden. They're tucked away in his butt. But, um, <laughs> is I, that I, what I, they do? <laughs> I, yeah, for sure. What do you mean? Tucked away in his butt. They push him down
2: uh-huh.
0: and they tuck him between like where your taint is. And they right, push your dick in and your balls. butt. Yeah. But they're pushing it back as far as they can they're essentially tucking it to their butt
2: yeah tucking to not in <laughs> that, this kind of is important ability. to me is he, is he putting his testicles in his butt or not <laughs> no no those are free
3: dangling no and that reminds me of a childish gambino when he was actually a stand-up cam- comedian first donald glover and mm-hmm. he has this whole um, sketch where he's like at a urinal, urinal and he has this fear he couldn't piss in urinals because he had a fear that somebody was going to come in and be like freeze Put your own dick in your own butt. (laughs) It's just a funny bit. Now I'm
0: afraid of that. (laughs) I didn't know that was something I had to fear. (laughs) No, I was just interested because, like, you watch... There's lots of the, the trans activism going on today. Whatever, however you may feel about it. I think that if you're on the side of the fence where you're like, well, that's disgusting, that's gross, it's wrong. You should watch a video like this and really question your manhood. Maybe all of you guys are more tapped into your emotional sensitive side you're very comfortable with your sexuality you know who you are and you know what you like so you don't feel so bad saying something like yeah that that was he was hot as a girl (laughs) but there's men out there who would not feel that way and would watch this and if they learned that they were attracted to this they would then spiral you know what i mean so i was just curious is that gonna trigger anyone in the room everyone's passed the test so to speak, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, we can move no on no got, from the trans no thing. No one got triggered. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, I will
4: say. I mean, there's a difference. Like, yeah, I can say, if if that was a woman, mm-hmm. it would be really beautiful. Yeah, but then you know, if you don't know, that's a woman. Uh, that's mm-hmm. a guy. Yeah, and you start. Having a good night, whatever, mm-hmm. and you f- see a penis. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's yeah. going to be a whole different story. that's a, that's that a good. Point. That's a good point. What's your next step? Yeah, you're <laughs> you're single, and you said you're you were attracted to what you saw. Now, had you gone on a date with what you saw, the not person knowing. you saw, not know, and then you did have a great date, and it led to you guys taking off your clothes and getting ready to a little bit of to bang. Uh, so so I will once say, you learned what yeah. what what was there downstairs uh what do you I would definitely 100% be out of there. Yeah. Uh, but but how, be, how like, do yeah. you
4: navigate that? How do you I don't Hey, I would have appreciated I'm not attracted. A Oh, how would you not na- Okay, how would you navigate it? Um, yeah, like wait, what, literally don't... what would you do? I assume you would not just be like, "Oh my god, and run out of the room." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <That's> um, <best. laughs> well, I think uh like once you're doing the foreplay stuff, You'll kind of like start to be a little bit like,
2: wait, we all, we all agree. You're going to discover at some point that there's a penis involved. So other than your own, I would literally ask, like, first of all,
4: my boner would literally just go inside my body as
2: soon as (laughs) I I start to realize. (laughs) Don't worry. It's just a hypothetical. No one's saying, you know, no, this
4: (laughs) is what would happen. You asked me what would happen. I'm painting you the picture. My boner. It would go inside my body, and then I would be like, I would be like, and then he'd be like, Oh, you're a girl too. <laughs> I'd be like, Wait, I would just ask, I guess. Uh, I like, I'd be like, Wait, I, I, are, are ask you, what? Are you a woman? Are you what and, is a, and, a guy?" And, and she says, Yes, are you trans? Like, and then she says, she Yes, says, I'm a trans yes. woman. Be like, okay, like, I'm not interested. And then she's I can't like, do I knew this would
3: so happen. You're such a douche.
4: Ooh, Kyle, you have a good trans voice. <laughs> is that pretty there. good? I mean, honestly, I think, uh, it's kind of deceitful, in my opinion, if yeah, they don't tell sure. you that they have yeah. the a different private part. Is that than what you similar expect?
2: to not telling someone, "Hey, you have an STD"? Or is that totally yeah, I different? I think it is parts?
1: similar. Well, if you get to that point I after don't know, all the great dates, like an STD, it's really like I think a, it is similar.
3: No, it, at it, that point, when you find out, you have to make that decision: like, do I want to continue with this, or right. am I out? Can here?
2: you can you consent to you? Can you can you Kurt consent to having to even? All the foreplay and everything, the the start of the sexual liaison, can you consent to that without knowing that there's, you know, more going, going on here than meets the eye? I mean, an STD, you wouldn't be able to know. No, you, right. So you can't consent unless they would inform but you of that. If
4: you try and, like, reach down there and then there's a completely different private part, then you would know immediately. <laughs>
0: okay. I think that the STD is a little different because that's something that you can never get rid of yourself, whereas you could probably just kicked this Mm. person out of your house Mm. or whatever you can remove yourself from the situation but if you've (laughs) now if you've now like even if if you were completely bamboozled and you went all the way with this person Mm -hmm. who was trans and then later they said by the way you know i i am transitioned and then you're like well now i have to live with the fact that maybe i slept with someone who used to be a man or whatever or is a man um so that's cool. different than well now I have to live my life with HIV. <laughs> sure. You know what I, I mean
2: I will agree that's different and oh you know me. what just, you we're, would probably have it anyways. We're all just thinking
0: about <laughs> <that>. oh. <laughs> oh saucy. <laughs> well look after the podcast you guys are welcome to, to look at our polls that we put up. We're gonna have a poll about this one. Would you sleep with this guy? I recommend you go watch the video. It's Troy Sivan, one of your girls. Would you sleep with this man? We'll put up it as a poll. It's fine. You can you can check it out. <laughs> well online, why don't we pull? Well why
2: don't we poll everyone? Here. Yeah. It's not, we didn't. None of us knew about this poll. Kurt, you're, you're out of the room, you said. Out. Okay. After all discoveries, yeah, of course. <laughs> after all discoveries. <laughs> that's such a great way to put it. Kyle, after all discoveries. Yeah,
1: after all discoveries.
2: No, yeah, yeah, I'm out. I, if think I, that, I
3: think we all already agreed on that. that treasure, well, if I bury up that treasure,
4: if well, I dig that up, I'm going to put it back in the ground. And cover it. <laughs> Michael, what's the like devil's advocate? Like You sound no, surprised I, when, when... No, when, no, you know, I, I'm Mars
2: not say, surprised by all of you. I'm surprised by the fact that he's doing a poll because I think we know what the answer is
0: i don't think that you would be so sure of the answer okay i'm curious to to find out give it to the public let them decide you know Mm -hmm. but uh really uh, the the point of me actually pulling this up was so we could move into the music i know carson and kyle had brought some really interesting uh yeah we're 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 gonna we're gonna
2: move into the music but given all discoveries i personally would say you are a very beautiful attractive person uh, but I have to go. I'm sorry. I just, I just. There's a family a, emergency. Very
0: polite.
3: How polite? How polite? Mm-hmm. So who are we listening
0: to today,
3: boys? Okay, so we uh, we gave you guys a taste of it at the beginning of the episode, but um, we're going to be focusing on Flip Turn today. So this is a band I, I kind of just discovered over the last couple months, and I've gotten really into them. I think you guys will like them. Um, so little little backstory about them. Started in a, a garage in in Fernandina Beach, Florida, which is Way up in the tip of Florida. I'd never heard of it before, but it's just north of like Jacksonville. It's about as far north as you can go. Um, right in the panhandle. Right up there. Far right, though. Right East. side of the handle. Um, formed by the original members were some high school friends. Dylan Bassey is the singer. You got Madeline Jarman on bass and Tristan Duncan on lead guitar. Um,
2: they, they this later, is a co-ed band.
3: Yeah, yeah. One, one girl, a couple guys, yeah. Um, nice. Later, they, they got uh, Mitch Fountain. He plays guitar and synth. And they got, uh, I don't know if it's Devin or Devon. Devon Von bon Balsen on drums.
2: <laughs> Let us know in the comments.
3: Devon Von Balson. <laughs> um, so before before they were ever even signed or anything, they started releasing kind of EPs. They were just touring. Um, kind of their popularity spread just through word of mouth and, and their live shows. Um, so the first song that we're gonna play here is off the, this is one of their first songs off the original EP back in 2018. Um, EPs titled Citrona, and the song is called August. Um, so this is this is one of the first ones I heard that kind of like piqued my interest on them. Um, and yeah, let's give it a listen here. What is it, the library? Back up for a second
6: here.
2: I like this chorus.
6: Yeah, a lot. Quite a bit. Yeah.
2: I actually have heard this before.
3: You heard this song? Yeah. I, I think I sent it to you guys like a couple months ago when yeah. I first heard it. It
2: sounds familiar to me, too. Yeah. I think this is. Oh, their-
3: played so yeah, is it yeah thirty six so.
4: million views or plays on Spotify?
3: Oh, that's insane! I, yeah, I didn't even know it was that high. Yeah, so they're, they're you know they're getting popular. So for,
1: before you hop into the next kind of segment, mm. then, yeah, what, yeah. what are what are some uh, what are some first thoughts from you through
2: Is it a guy or a girl? <laughs> <The singer. laughs> yeah, so I can tell it's it's a guy singing. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Who knew my I, transition was going to be so appropriate? Yeah. Right?
5: <laughs> No, so I,
2: I can tell it's a guy singing and I I really do like the his voice mm-hmm. because it's it's not your typical male uh voice it's he's got great range
3: yeah he sings pretty high yeah
2: and and I, I like that he's it's not even it's not falsetto really I don't think he's all the way into falsetto yeah, no. I bet he can go higher uh, I'm sure he can <laughs> but I, I like I like his voice that's for sure yeah
0: definitely more of a like a sound sound music right like you're not it's listening to it for
2: the yeah you're not listening to yeah, it for, the, yeah, for the words
0: that's my vibe oh, yeah, i'm looking at the lyrics and like they're pretty shallow but but it sounds <laughs> but it sounds Harsh. great like I, no no I, I love the sound of this music uh it kind of reminds me hate the palace, words actually the chorus especially very yeah. similar to palace
3: yeah um we might do palace one of these days yeah i
0: hope we do because i i love them but this is really cool uh just based off this song alone mm-hmm. again i'm going to be the guy who never listens to any of the fucking music that we do on this podcast because when i hear it I want to enjoy it the same way that maybe some of the audience will. I'm going to add this to my playlist.
3: Awesome.
2: Yeah, I will too.
3: When I, Yeah, when we were golfing earlier, actually, a couple of these songs that we're going to play today started to come up, and I, I wanted to skip them because I was like, I want them to hear it for the first time on the podcast. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I like this
0: one a lot. The chorus kind of hooked me in.
2: Yeah. Is that why you were panicking, scrambling for your phone a few times? I couldn't find <laughs> it.
3: I almost chucked it in the water just to shut it up.
1: So is this considered like an indie band?
3: I would say they're, in,
1: they're they're in the alternative uh, umbrella. Yeah, overall. I
3: mean, alternative is such a big like, like they play genre, Bonnaroo,
1: you know? they play like all of the you know. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, but it, do, I guess what I'm getting at is they like it's not like some big well known publicized mm-hmm. band, right? It's no, indie. they've only
3: had one album. They've only right. had one
2: album. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like uh,
4: similar to like Rainbow Kid and Surprise. It yeah, does. I, sound I, a do like, yeah. Do it's like, like uh, there's not. It's not as uh, studio sounding. It's, like, it's more possible. like um it's it's very like live sounding like whatever you're hearing here mm-hmm. is pretty much what you would hear so absolutely yeah yeah no, show.
1: if by chance the uh the one-off or people get an opportunity to see them and likewise for us we have not seen this band live they thrive on making music and they like i listened to mm-hmm, a few mm-hmm. of their uh blurbs and and in-person interviews and mm-hmm. they thrive on wanting people to see them live because they build build off of each other live on set and they want to make music that sounds even better live than it would they hate the sound of artists that they thought they liked and they go see and they're like oh that's no like worst. this is completely yeah. opposite yeah, that's and, the worst. and stoplights one of those <laughs> for me like you know that, yeah. stoplight uh, the, observations so yeah disappointment what else we got
3: um i, I was gonna say to, to kurt uh it's very possible that i Found this band when I was playing like an RKS radio, like mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Yeah.
2: That's it's so true though that like you you don't necessarily know what you're going to get from a band or any artist live just by listening to their studio work.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and I am usually you were always a live guy. Uh, I love because I love when I find great live music. Then I know this is a true artist. Mm-hmm. This is a true musician mm-hmm. because if you can get up there and kill it, yeah. I mean that's that's yeah. talent. Yeah.
3: Okay, so um, now we're gonna move forward a couple years. So that was the 2018 EP. That was the first the first EP they released. Now we're in 2020. This EP is titled "Something You Needed," um, and on this one is my favorite song from Flip Turn. It's called "Glistening." Um, there's just something about the guitar in this song, kind of like in August, where just it has that vibe I love. Um, and I, it, it just has, like, some lyrics that I relate to. I, I, I've told you guys a hundred times, like, I'm a, I'm a lyrics guy. Like, some people are more into, like, the music aspect of it. I love the lyrics, and then, obviously, also the music has to be good. Um,
2: Interesting, because Connor said he thought the lyrics for the last song were shallow. So let's see what he thinks of these. Yeah, yeah.
3: Well, it's, you know, it's been a couple years. They've been around a little <laughs> bit. Let's see what you think of glistening here. All right, here we go. Listening,
2: I like this a lot.
3: Yeah, there's one line it's going to get to shortly. I think after this chorus, that
2: can I bring it back up?
3: I'll tell you.
2: Hmm.
0: That was a uh, Kyle on the mic, <laughs>
2: on vocals.
3: Yeah, but that this this is my favorite song from Flip Turn. I think by far, by far. My, my favorite lines coming up here in a second.
2: I do like it. it, it,
3: it. Yeah,
2: my wanna. silver
3: linings typically hit me in the afternoon.
2: Hmm. Here we go.
3: That's, for me, like, that's the lyric. That's a lyric that sticks with me. Like, my silver linings typically hit me in the afternoon. Like I wake up, I'm not a morning person. Like I'm I'm pretty sh- shitty human being in the morning. <laughs> and like then as the kind of the day rolls on, you get sort of into the middle of your day. That's when I'm like at my my peak kind of. That's when I start to you get to stop snoozing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rough mornings, rough mornings.
2: What does that mean to you? That line.
3: Why well, I, I kind of just told you.
2: No, but, but I just,
3: I just, I just, really, I just. This guy doesn't fucking listen to me.
2: I just, I
3: just relate to it. I just relate to it. I like lyrics that I that I can relate to.
2: Yeah, no, I meant more literally. Like, what does that line mean?
3: My silver linings typically happen yeah. in the afternoon. Yeah. Fourth time I'm saying it. <laughs> it's just like you start to see like the you start to see the good and everything. Maybe like this this customer I'm dealing with like. He's kind of acting like a dick, but I start to see almost like the humor in it of like, <laughs> like this guy, you know, like just, I, you know, <laughs> here's the, here's I, the beautiful. I
2: like to think of Kyle standing there helping some poor guy out at the store and he just laughs and goes, <laughs> this guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do in my head for sure. No, I think the beautiful part about music and I think everyone can, you know, probably agree with me on this one is that. The lyrics or the way the music makes you feel—it's always it's yours, right? If I'm like actually reading that line here within the context of the song, he's—it's almost like a serenade, he's singing about a person. Yeah, yeah. No, my silver linings typically hit me in the afternoon, and I'll think of you. So don't change your mind. Just give me time. I need time. So he's singing in this context to a person, right? Uh, probably a romantic interest, but. Uh, again, for Kyle, it just means mm. in the afternoons. Uh, that's when I'm fucking shining. Yeah, right? yeah like yeah. I, <laughs> I take pieces.
3: I don't take it super literally to what like necessarily they meant. Yeah, and that's what you know. Writers, poets, musicians—they write the song you know specific to them, but they make it general enough to where you can relate it to you know your own life in some way.
0: Yeah, that's the best part about music. It's it's for everybody. And themselves,
3: you'll ask a lot of musicians like, "What did you write the song about?" or, or like, "What was your inspiration?" And they'll they'll say like, "What did you take from?" It? Like, right? It's it's whatever you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know,
2: it's yeah. art.
0: My favorite artist, uh, Tame Impala, has a line um, where the the actual lyric is, "She was holding hands with Trevor, not the greatest feeling ever." And everyone, all the fans, like, "Who the fuck is Trevor? Who the fuck is Trevor?" <laughs> and in an interview, he goes. It just rhymed. It just (laughs) rhymed. There's no Trevor. It just rhymed. It just sounded good. So whatever you want. Yeah.
4: I'll say, um, I'm always, I'm kind of, this is going to be a more of a negative thing. About Uh, Flip Turn? Not about (laughs) Flip Turn specifically, but just about any artist that doesn't focus on production for Spotify or like internet music, like posting their music on the internet. Unless it's a video of their live music and stuff. So, uh, any you're like missing out on the quality of the artist um, because it's a different platform. So, I hate when artists fall in love so much with the music live or like you said, they started in a garage. Uh They're so in love with the artistry of the live music that it's taking away from anyone that might hear them on Spotify. Because the production isn't as invested in as the live music
3: yeah i mean with them you got to keep in mind this was a ep they weren't signed at this time they made this on their own so what you're hearing it's probably pretty accurate you know Mm -hmm. yeah but i think carson's about to get into their first actual full released album and i think you'll probably hear a difference in the in the production like i
4: wouldn't listen to this music in the car because i like music that has a lot more um Quality production. Mm-hmm. It when I'm listening in it's, the car, and I'm sure like this band live, like this is what it's going to be, and it's going to be amazing if I see them live. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just missing out on that uh, that other piece of art. I mean, it's another art is like production now. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It you used see. to be like guitars, drums, acoustic, all this stuff, but yeah. now we're recording music. Like you have Drake rappers, Travis Scott, with like insane quality of production where most of the artistry is in the production Same. and it's now taking away from music like this like I, it, I it almost we, has to I think we maybe have different
3: taste in that then because those those kind of artists you're talking about are a lot of music nowadays I think it's overproduced I like a little more simple like that was a simple oh, guitar yeah. like ding, 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 ding. I was thinking you know? I agree. exactly
2: what mm-hmm. Kyle just said like I actually liked that it wasn't overly produced. I felt like it was just well recorded. Music for dummies was, here. Yeah. Can you guys explain to me what you mean
4: when you say
0: produced? They they. Put it's the difference all these...
4: between, like Young the Giant and their music on Spotify compared to this. So when you when you have a like really high quality production, it doesn't sound the same as it would sound live. Mm-hmm. So the uh, the clarity of, like, each instrument, okay. the,
1: le- the that's volume. What I was at. How many? They also layer
3: in so many different instruments and sounds. They're like, mm-hmm. ooh, this space needs a, a little extra sound, and they'll throw in all these extra sounds, and I'm like, just just take that and out no, It like,
4: doesn't I don't have to that. be that. It's more, like, you can tell that this is recorded, and that's pretty much the way that they put it on mm-hmm. the Internet. Mm-hmm where like production would go through the volumes and the tones mm-hmm. and make it sound like kind of like a culture like an, a whole uh, environment like what what was the band we listened to last time nothing uh, but nothing thieves. but thieves yeah their production's really good it's like clean, that'll be
2: released on a future episode clean nice.
4: crisp um all the it's like uh, you listen to a song and you're it's like uh how do i put this into words it's like Everything kind of, like, makes sense perfectly. Yeah, it all fits together. It's like a a perfect puzzle. Yeah. With this stuff, it's like, it's, the volumes are a little bit off. The sounds are not as crisp in, like, headphones. Mm -hmm. It's just the, yeah, that's kind of what I mean. So,
1: and it's a good segue to the next album because, and I've as well listened to a few of their interviews, and they... This is this is their first album that I'll kind of highlight a little bit here. Is their goals with this were to maintain their their feeling. They never want to far you know stretch too far from um, from the tree as to where they started, which is what you just listened to. Mm-hmm. Um, however, they they've continuously talked about improving on production um, as they go throughout. And what most people have to take into consideration. You obviously know is it takes money. It takes it takes. A, a, the next step in being a band and being um, being well known and well versed to uh, to get to that point. So, and a lot of
3: times it takes like signing with a record yep. label that has the resources yep. and whatnot, and
1: people who they also spoke to. They want they had to find also somebody who supported them and in, in their focus, so they're not changing who they are. I think you guys listen, if you guys want to see that perfectly, is listen to Imagine Dragons in 2012 versus 2016 or 17. It's completely different because they, one, he had a huge change in his life, and he wanted that album to speak to the changes for everybody. Um, So we'll we'll go ahead and jump right into it. Um, So far, are we enjoying the dessert course? And then we got some it's good. Yeah, yeah it's, no, this uh, is cool. I like these good guys. pick. Yeah. yeah. So in consideration, it's a 2020, it's a 2022 album, 2022 yes. album called Shadow Glow. Okay. Uh, you're going to feel two different versions, two songs that will start. That will be the shadow phase of this album, which is the darker phase. And then the glow. How do you find the light within the dark period of time? Oh, I so. like that yeah it was released 2022 they wrote it and sang it in during the COVID era so give you guys a kind of a a snippet of maybe some lyrics connor speaks to or or the feelings you get from some of the songs and pay attention i guess to the production too so first song up in consideration
6: Come kiss my teeth, come tell me all of the things I could be. When it's over, come sit with me, let my silence stutter defeat.
2: I think this is my favorite one so far actually it's my favorite song by them really? overall yeah, yeah this is my favorite one so and far. i do not I re- work out to the song if <laughs> anyone's wondering where i'm working out from but i would if i had to so. <laughs> i really like i really like this song i think he sounds great on this one and i like the atmosphere of it yeah
1: so they brought a piano in in this album that they didn't really have much in the first eps um productions, we'll get, you know, Kurt's feedback as well, and, and the, the production captain of the crew here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely improved, which is nice to see, um, but there's a lot of growth, I think, that we capture um, in this song.
2: This is mm-hmm. definitely really good. Well, song. I'm a huge fan of the introduction of the piano. I also, I really connect with songs that are, it's like as few instruments as possible. Even I love when it's just one instrument, a piano or a guitar, and then the mm-hmm. singer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um,
1: this is, again, one of their slower songs. I think what I want people to capture from this band is the guy, he like yo-yos with his words. I think he can play up, he can play down. Mm-hmm. It's And like Connor said, maybe some of the lyrics, even when I looked at them, don't have a lot of depth to them. I feel like it's just in the way that he can play with the words with his mouth with his voice his vocals is pretty pretty impressive and I think that's why I enjoy this band too. Um, the next band we'll, or the sorry the next song we'll jump into here will be Space Cowboy. A lot of their songs again are almost all atmospheric. They they keep that same umbrella of of who they are, mm-hmm. um, but this one will start well, to turn turn the vibe around. Um, and pick up the pace from the shadow phase of their album to the to the glow phase.
2: Before just if, before we get into that next song, though, Kurt, did, did you see any improvement on the production yeah. value? Yeah, it was it was definitely better.
3: Oh, a little tidbit actually the um, the producer that did this album with them also produced albums for Mount Joy, which okay. I know a lot of us love Mount. Okay. Joy.
1: Mm-hmm. So this band was also inspired heavily by uh, and and the female in this band is actually heavily like which uh, plays with your mind as you were th- thinking like female or male. She also has a large role in like the back. Background like if you were to vocal. I guess dissect the vocals, you could hear her if you completely yeah. if you were to take him out of it.
2: She's layered in there as backing
1: for sure. Yeah, yeah but so
4: you can tell. Oh sorry, go ahead.
1: Yeah, so they were they were fans of an inspired two door cinema club band of horses, Coldplay. Oh. Mountain Joy is, like, one of their majors. Mm. I love Tudor. Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah, with this one, it sounds like you can definitely tell their production values higher, but they're still, like, uh, I don't want to say but. The production value is higher, and now they're making the sounds of their production cater to, like, what they want to sound like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Better,
1: yeah. yeah. All right, so let's, uh, I think we jump in, jump out of this and jump right into um
3: Space Cowboy. Space Cowboy. And... This is a good one i like this one a lot
2: buckle up
1: What's you be- take away? I mean, so Kurt just switched over. I mean, these earbuds are hot garbage. They're <laughs> <Yeah.
2: We're> bad. I <laughs> didn't even know we were on air. On, on this podcast, everybody's got to have good headphones well, to enjoy these we just music.
1: Switch
0: them. I like this line. Um, where did it go? Is uh, is there something more? or am I alone? Is this
2: some They will be so happy that they f- that there's a line you like. I've just been shitting on their lyrics. <laughs> no,
3: no, no, no. I,
1: I never know what I'm looking for, just I like more. his
3: honest his honest takes. Yeah. Same with everybody, really. No. I like everybody's honest takes.
1: When, yeah, when you listen to these guys too, it's just like it's just, you know, in a lot of bands too. It's just regular dudes just figuring out a way. They they make a lot of their music just by playing something they like. Whether they all agree on it, whether it all fits their space and time, and then they start to you know riff off off of each other. So it's pretty neat to see how it all comes together. Um, no, I want to hear as, as a solo guitar solo.
3: Oh, he needs, he needs a, a little guitar. Solo. Yeah, that'd I, be nice. and some of their. If you listen to their live stuff, I've seen some YouTube videos and stuff. It is pretty yeah. jammy like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they 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 definitely vibe off uh, each other. And uh, the next song will kind of perfectly split the two. It's called Halfway. Um, Halfway was written in the, ha- in the middle mark of their album and um, was, a, was like an even split around um, uh, transitioning from the, the shadow into the glow. I think Halfway is probably one of their biggest ones on this album. It'll, you guys will probably like this one as well. And then um, we'll end with the frustration of God damn right after halfway
0: all right i go ahead and play it
2: produced introduced that stick tapping there. Yep. Not enough artists play with percussion like that. Mm-hmm.
1: They added, so in this album, I believe, or somewhere in the midway of their band, they... Um, had to add that little thing, a little yo-yo. He's just a master, um, the way he plays with the words. Um, yeah, so they added a drummer um, that wasn't with them in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can tell they, 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 they yeah. really picked up here, but they didn't veer off from their music and their style. Which keeps them relevant, I think. So
2: I think I think that was a great choice to add the drummer because the percussion really brings the whole thing together.
1: Yep. Yeah, they're definitely getting more
0: creative with their lyrics. I'm gonna obviously my first take was yeah they're pretty shallow in they're mm-hmm. but that that was just one song. I so gotta listen. listen I that to was listen basically listen.
3: high school kids writing yeah. music. Yeah, that's, yeah, interesting. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah,
0: I gotta listen to it more. I have to say that first song still is probably my favorite. August? as far as the way it sounds. Mm-hmm. But, yes, I can see um, production value way up, mm. right, Kurt? Yeah. Production value like, way sure. up. But the lyrics also, like, they're becoming much more playful with their words. They're, they're, their songs are not necessarily very long vocally, right? Like, they're, mm-hmm. they're pretty short. But the words themselves are, you can kind of look at them and see multiple meanings. Like, here they play with it. They say, I still smell your lips, and I still taste your hair. Mm-hmm. Right, that's an easy little play of words visitor, there. You know? Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of gross if you think about it. I love hair. What does a lip smell like? Yeah, probably <laughs> like spit. But uh, <laughs> no, but you know, I, I I definitely see the change in them as artists. Obviously, lots of time has gone by. Growth, growth, <laughs> growth. I'm enjoying these guys. Though. I'll probably uh, I'll probably add them to my own personal
2: playlist. Well, flip turn, you got some new fans here. F- At least. On the pod, they flipped some heads,
1: or they turned some heads. (laughs) They they certainly turned my head. The script from album one to album two. Um, Yeah, again, they're they're super young. Like even watching them, they but they grew. They talked a lot too. I think Mount Joy. They they toured with them a little bit and played with them, but they were able to spend time with people like that and really grow a lot. So, um, especially with inspiration from pretty good bands, they're able to guide themselves and continue to work on the craft. Um, And the last song. That we'll finish up with is uh, is an upbeat kind of like gritty, a little bit more angry, a little bit of a different taste for everyone to see. It's called Goddamn. This is just Goddamn the internet, Goddamn social media, Goddamn anything that you want to Goddamn, Goddamn COVID, Goddamn, yeah, Goddamn, Goddamn, Goddamn. So that's more or less you you can get the picture from the the word of the song. Um, All
2: right. So let's give it a rip. Goddamn, let's hear it.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Mm
1: there's some heavy hitters that they got in consideration they've got slow like slow sneaky bangers they've got the heavy hitters Mm -hmm. um there's a bunch we left
3: out we had chicago Um, we got six below from the from the very first ep i I meant to even play that one i totally forgot a lot of a lot of good got a lot of good songs you guys got any final thoughts on flip turn um if we're just talking about the songs that we listened to today Mm -hmm. the first one and
0: the last one are definitely my favorite Nice. Two of, you, of, the,
1: of you, the grouping you like the little you like the jammy bits yeah
0: yeah yeah jammy bits i, I like it. the way a song feels more than the way i like it mm-hmm. i like mm-hmm. the words i, guess. I yeah mm-hmm. i
1: agree with that however i uh i like the how i feel with some slower songs yeah but i agree with that i don't don't, yeah i don't, yeah, 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 I don't yeah, yeah, I yeah. peek too much into the um into the words
0: it'll definitely depend on mood i feel like i like listening to this music now the way i'm feeling right now those are my favorites but maybe if i'm uh, mm-hmm. in a certain sort of headspace where i'm maybe a little bit lower had a stressful day and i really need to just get it out driving down on the driving you know back from the gym or driving somewhere uh and i just want to let it loose and i feel feel some tears coming maybe i'll listen to some of the more <laughs> quiet sad songs and i'll feel in those moments that they were my favorites but, but uh yeah what are
1: your final thoughts uh, uh pretty
4: good I wouldn't listen to Pretty it. Good. <laughs> Pretty good. good. No, I can definitely appreciate the uh Pretty they have their own sound. Mm. They improved throughout the years, got better production. <laughs> <laughs> the production <laughs> guy. Um, no, the last song I think was my favorite. Mm. Um and Yeah, I mean, you know.
3: They're good. I wouldn't <laughs> I probably wouldn't listen to them. Not in the your car. style, but you but you but,
4: appreciate them. Yeah, yeah. They got they got a cool sound.
3: Michael,
2: I think my favorite one was was In Consideration, actually. Hmm. But I like that they seem to have they seem to have a variety mm-hmm. of uh, different genres. I mean, they they go hard in, in some, like Goddamn. Then they bring it back and give you that atmosphere, like In Consideration. What I can tell you is, guys, you've got a fan here. I'll be adding you to the list, and I know Connor's got a few songs. Where he found the lyrics not to be shallow, he'll add those. <laughs>
5: um,
2: but no, this was a great pick, guys. Thank you for, for bringing this to the table.
3: I, yeah. I love to share when I find music. I love to share with you guys, especially. Uh, you know, we got our our group text going. Um, all everything you heard today, uh, flip turn. Um, it's going to be on our "Don't Rush Dinner" music playlist. Go ahead and check that out on Spotify. Uh, you know, diddle the follow button. Um, if you want to check out, obviously, anything else they have, I'm sure it's on Spotify. They also have some stuff on YouTube. Um, we'll we'll be adding more songs to that playlist, though, every week. Um, yeah, yep. that's all I got. Yeah. I yep. think um, I did forget to play Six Below, so we got to play you out on Six Below. Guys, from- check
2: that out here we go
0: yeah yeah it's been fun boys always fun i hope that everyone enjoyed this and uh, join us next time on don't work
6: dinner
2: yep everyone thanks for joining us for dinner stay hungry who's got the tab
6: Bye. Some call it Y'all smell that? sometimes i don't trust myself cameras on old empty show.